things happened since I went to Portland. Uh, I'm here with, uh, of course, my brother. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> there's no way to prove that I'm not just recording two sides of this of the conversation with myself if it was just you uh speaking like this i think it would be very impressive <laughs> <laughs> like somehow you're doing a double laugh yeah but like one's like just slightly different <laughs> <laughs> that's like um in american hustle uh crap what's her name she redhead amy, oh, adams. Yeah, amy adams um that's like amy adams level acting yeah that'd be really good just really really good really stuff. good and con that i pulled on the 30 people listening to this <laughs> podcast surprise yeah. uh so we're in beautiful ocean city new jersey out on our uh deck overlooking uh a sort of beachy alleyway yeah uh, i would say so uh it's i what do you think i think literally everyone here is probably republican right uh the family that was sitting in front of us at the beach today, they had very strong feelings about the sportscaster on ESPN uh, who wasn't allowed to sportsca- sportscast. Is that the verb? For oh, that? the, um, uh, the guy named, named Robert, Robert Lee. Lee. <laughs> Which at first I was like, well, why didn't he just go by Bobby Lee? And then I realized yeah. that's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Yeah. That's, a, that's a different fella. Yeah. <laughs> but it seemed like that thing, like he he just was like, okay, I'll just do it. I, I totally get it. We'll, I'll do the next game. Yeah, or I would not uh, say that it's indicative of a larger <laughs> uh, trend. Like yeah. I don't think people named Robert, who also happened to be Lee, uh, need to be worried about something going on. Yeah, it was just like a convenient distraction that people uh, had. But like I think. Uh, they had very strong opinions on it, and they're like, "They just wanna, they just wanna take everything away from everyone." And yeah. I was like, "All right, guys, <laughs> calm, calm it down a but little I, bit." I heard the real reason. And by the way, if your name's Robert Lee, he's gone through his whole life as Robert Lee. Like he knows, like he knows what's up. I he is like. um, an Asian guy, though. Yeah, which is, which yeah. So is interesting, interesting an interesting Robert twist. <laughs> who definitely knows what's going on. And I pl- plus, I feel like there would just be so many. Like Twitter jokes, I think that's what they were trying to shield him from. Yeah, you could, might have like ruined his career, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this helped, <laughs> but yeah. it's also kind of just like a meaningless thing. And like the guy's not out of a job. No, yeah, he's doing the next game. I hope that like people going like Robert E. Lee, or I guess he's not Robert E. Lee. Mm-hmm. He's just Robert Lee. Yeah, um, like he should he should really beyond the thing and like i hope like he actually turns out to suck <laughs> and he's actually super racist yeah. <laughs> yeah, to the point we're like a... oh why why did we go to bat for this guy <laughs> he uses it as a platform to denounce antifa he actually has like zero idea what football is <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's just being paid by the alt-right <laughs> they've infiltrated the spn our <laughs> most hallowed institution yeah but, no, yeah, Jersey is a. Uh, I def- definitely think like South Jersey was probably into into Trump, and probably a lot of like the old people I see on their porches in this town are. Uh, mm-hmm. They were probably into into Trump. Oh, one hundred percent. They seem. I feel like a good indication is if like you're still like way into your college team, like your <laughs> undergraduate college team, and you wave a flag outside of your uh, Ocean City, New Jersey beach house, your house is Republican. Well, those uh, three guys that we saw yesterday who were. Uh, all young, young oh. fratty gentlemen. They all had backwards, tank tops and back, backwards caps. Backwards white caps. Like they yeah. all coordinated on that one. <laughs> they were about to toss the pigskin out on the yeah. out on the shore. Those are definitely young Republicans. Yeah, if there ever was one, or like they're the kind of guys that like 
don't doesn't really follow politics somehow now even in this day and age um, they don't follow politics but like if you just explain to them libertarianism they'd be like oh yeah that hell yeah that's the one i want yeah they're like guns and weed huh yeah well yeah. sign me up <laughs> <laughs> unthinking as to like everything else that you lose by yeah. getting guns and weed uh, <laughs> and also the thing that makes me think as a republican it's like a dry town yeah that's definitely like super something's it, up it's weird that it stayed a dry town yeah right and we were saying that like the high school kids probably here are like dipshits like just complete they're probably into something weird they're definitely all into heroin and stuff like uh like choking parties because if you can't just like I feel like if you're you have to work so hard to have a party, you might as well like have a party, the, like a banger, yeah, like, <laughs> with heroin. <laughs> you know, with those college or college bangers that have heroin. Ah, <laughs> uh, my college years. Yeah, I just doing up heroin. I, it's it's interesting uh, to see that happening. Where um, I'm watching Prohibition right now, the Ken Burns mm. doc. Yeah. Um, and they talk about how like dry towns were like they would sprout up every, every which way, but then people would just the way that people would get around dry towns is they would just go across the line, and that's why prohibition happened. Oh it's yeah, like these dry towns became so numerous, right. but they're like these wet towns. They would call them wet towns mm-hmm. are like allowing people to get all the alcohol, which is true. That's yeah. the fatal flaw of this. Uh, Little family side resort. Is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there is a giant liquor store right yeah, across. That's the, the best part. The bridge. Yeah. Uh, uh, the viewers, uh, the listeners, probably can't see this, but a uh, uh, classic bad boy style. We're sipping on beers in this dry town. Ooh, out man. in the open. Yeah. Yeah. There's an old person watching us from a porch, just scowling. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> They're whispering, there goes the neighborhood. Uh, but they do that every single week as yeah. like each rental home gets new tenants. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They are constantly aghast at what the neighbors <laughs> are doing. And every single neighbor has their own political podcast. <laughs> left-leaning political podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> They're recording another. Literally everyone has a podcast at this point. Everyone. Like, Looking that's across the, world. the way, there's like four other podcasters out here. Well, that was, <laughs> I think I was telling you earlier, uh, the whole whole kerfuffle about like people needing uh, Confederate monuments to like remember their history. Yeah, I don't know. They've never heard a podcast. Yeah, like, right. It's a great. It's a great format. Yeah, uh, to learn stuff and also like it won't ruin public parks for right. some people. So like, <laughs> exactly. I say everyone get a podcast if you want to talk about Confederate history on yeah. your podcast. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a good way to just talk about stand up com- comedy if you're a stand up comedian and also preserve uh, the Confederacy. <laughs> Do you think there's like a Confederacy history podcast? This guy. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Where they just like talk about like the different generals and how they're definitely not racist. I don't understand how it's just like a four year period. Mm. Um, but like when you talk about Southern heritage, um, that's the only thing that you like. Southern Southern heritage equals Confederacy. Which is like just four years. Yeah, and right, you're, yeah. You're like, well, w- there's so many other people that were born <laughs> in the South that, like, maybe we should talk, like, yeah. Dolly Parton. Let's talk about Dolly Parton. Yeah, right. <laughs> She's great. And then also, like, before the Civil War, like, it was all like worse than like it was just like just horrible slave owning people. Yeah, like, maybe that's why it's just because like they kind of look like heroes, but like. 
their history before that is that they literally just own people. Well, also the just the defending of the leadership of the Confederacy, I think, is weird because like they uh, did not want to fight. They just wanted all the people in the South who just happened to be living in the South who had no slaves because they were poor. They yeah. wanted the poor people to fight for their slave owning, but they did not want to fight themselves. Yeah, like, were you saying they're that, a bunch like, of like old poor racist cowards? Would you say that that if you have like a certain amount of slaves, like you don't have to fight in the war? Yeah, yeah. So like all the rich people, um, they wanted to secede from the Union because uh, they loved their slaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they talked to everyone. And they're like, so everyone has to serve, all right? Like if we're gonna do this, everyone has to serve. And everyone was like, okay, yeah, yeah, go south, southern, southern pride. And they're like, oh, but the rich people, uh, if you have more than twenty slaves. Don't don't worry wow. about it. So it's like a weird incentive to like have a shit ton of slaves. Yeah, it was like it was also just like a class thing in which so yeah. many soldiers on the Confederacy like did not own slaves. Yeah, they, they were, were probably just like farmhands that like were fighting. Yeah, in lieu of their like the guy that owns the house, they were just like taking it as an opportunity to go see America and probably die. Yeah, <laughs> um, but like. The people that did own slaves and were terrible, and also conveniently, a lot of the people that are, uh, you know, memorialized in statues. Like you're not seeing just like Hank, who uh, happened to live in Georgia yeah. during that. You're not seeing a statue of Hank. Um, you're seeing a statue of like Jefferson Davis, who, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like kind of, kind of just a jerk. Yeah, kind we of can just, do you. We can do better, guys. Kind of just had like a hilariously historical name. Like if you were just like. Like name a historical figure, uh, uh, Jeffer- Jefferson uh, Davis. Like it just sounds like history. Yeah. <laughs> like it sounds like someone just came up with it on the fly. Like <laughs> we're gonna mention Jefferson, but then they uh, went the other way. Jefferson David Davis Fig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, do you think like as a um, as a native Marylander, mm-hmm. do you feel like you can talk about Southern heritage at all? Now, yeah, technically we could. Uh, but I guess our Southern heritage was stolen from us once Abraham Lincoln, uh, uh, put martial law on our state. Yeah. We, <laughs> Maryland, we were definitely fought for the Confederacy. They were, they Abraham were like, like, no, you're not. And we were like, like oh. we are also a racist state and we own, um, a lot of slaves. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're thinking about maybe doing it. And Abraham Lincoln was like, uh, we're <laughs> <laughs> like, I think the story goes like the legislators were, uh, like voting on whether or not to secede, and Abraham Lincoln just surrounded the state house with troops and like cannons and things like that. And they're like, "We're gonna stay, but yeah. we're gonna write a super passive aggressive state national anthem yeah. or state anthem um, that, that's gonna call you a traitor, Lincoln." Yeah, and it remains so today. And in hindsight, like, what a great PR move for us. <laughs> yeah, we right? got off scot free. Like, yes, we were part of the union, yeah. <laughs> the, the team that won. I know, it, it, and we like hide behind that. We're like, yes, <laughs> yeah, we were Maryland's good, kicking and screaming into uh, the right side of history. <laughs> <laughs> Maryland is not a noble, no, uh, not a noble actor in the Civil War. Oh no, yeah, but I feel like Marylanders do take a weird pride in uh, union pride. Like, there's very few. Uh, uh, Marylanders that I think would identify with the South. Yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, it's weird because we have like, uh, like in Baltimore, there's like Robert E. Lee statues. Yeah, it's of, true. Um, though I think they're they might be taken down like mm. now. Well, didn't um, 
in Baltimore, the mayor take down all the Confederate statues? Yeah, I think that was like recently. Yeah. Um, and then there's the guy, he's on <laughs> he's on the Maryland State House grounds. Um, it's Roger Taney, I believe, or Taney. He was a Supreme Court justice, like chief justice from Maryland. Maryland mm-hmm. has like a surprisingly uh like a lack of like high ranking officials in government mm-hmm. like i think the highest executive branch person we got was spiro agnew mm. who was uh that sounds he like was, a made up person he was part of the nixon administration but was corrupt spiro? on his own and uh got taken down before watergate even happened <laughs> <laughs> like that he was wow. like more corrupt it was so corrupt <laughs> that nixon was like you got to get out man and then nixon got taken out um but like Roger Taney was on the state house grounds, and Roger Taney was the uh, Dred Scott guy. Mm. Um, and for a while, Maryland just decided like we'll keep the statue up. We don't actually know why it's here, mm. um, but we're going to erect a statue of Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, to face him, so oh, that like cool. he knows. And at that at that point, everyone was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I think the whole thing happened in Charlottesville, where we we're like, let's just. Mm-hmm. Let's just get rid of it. <laughs> like, what's what's the point of this right now? <laughs> like, I know that statues are like big and hard to move. Yeah. Um. And yeah. like, yeah, that's that's a really funny way to combat a statue. Uh, that's <laughs> a cool thing about uh, recording outside is we get to hear all the airplanes. Um. Oh, there's two of them. Ooh. But one has a advertising message. Yeah, yeah. It says, "Download the new podcast." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the <laughs> the new OCJ mobile Mo- mobile app. Mobile app. Okay. I almost <laughs> mobile. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's nice. Um, but yeah, I I think uh, everyone should uh, ch- everyone defending like Confederate statues. Just chill a little bit. Yeah, I never notice a statue when I'm in a public park. I no. don't know about you. Like I am usually I don't, like read like what it's about or anything. No, not at all. Uh, yeah, that statue will get more play if it's moved to a museum. <laughs> like if I, I'm more inclined to read a statue if it's moved to a museum. Yeah, than if it's like uh, in a public park that I eat lunch in. The only statues I like are ones like that are like sort of attached to a bench so that kids like pretend to pick its nose and stuff like that. I feel bad that you're talking about uh, in like Walt Disney World. Yeah, that or there's other uh, statues that I've seen where it's like it seems very meaningful, but it's just asking for kids to like uh, pick its nose and like I, pretend like it's farting. I think like in uh, Annapolis, there's the guy that wrote uh, Roots. Oh yeah, like he's like hanging, sitting down, like reading a. And I was just thinking, I hope he's not reading roots to those children. (laughs) Yeah, that seems that's a very aggressive story time. I was just thinking about how I, for the longest time, up until like just now, when you reminded me, I thought that that was Bill Cosby. Ooh, yeah, (laughs) which would not be a good. And that guy deserves to have kids pretending to pick his nose. Well, talk about statues being taken down. There used to be a statue of Bill Cosby in Walt Disney World, and they just like, oh yeah, in the dead of night, took away that bust. Yeah, like uncaring. They were they Disney was stone cold with it. (laughs) They were just like, no, we're not even going to wait for this. We're not going to wait until this is an issue. We're just going to get rid of it. (laughs) The slightest peep out of someone going like Bill Cosby, and you're like, nope, he's gone. Goodbye. Like they got even rid of like the pedestal too. Mm. Like it was it was quick. Yeah, it's quick yeah. and dirty. That's pretty brutal. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, sh- uh, Charlottesville happened. 
Yeah, bad stuff. Yeah, I don't know if you guys heard, but Charlottesville happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the we're, we're our news uh, podcast. We're bringing you the news three weeks late, <laughs> folks. Uh, Charlottesville happened. It's, it's more of like a hearsay podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I heard Charlottesville happened. Nazis there with uh, <laughs> like brand name tiki torches. <laughs> we were talking about this. Um, how? What, what's the name of the main Nazi from the Vice documentary? Ooh, he's like. Cantrell or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost said Chris Parnell, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to slander that good man. <laughs> no, no, he's a very talented voice actor. Uh, no, whoever he is, but uh, I'm sure everyone's seen the Vice documentary. But if, if you haven't, you should. Good plug. It's a good, uh, good way to spend your anxious energy. That's only 20 minutes too. Yeah, it's very, it's very good, and you get to like just see, like, uh, like just feel like you're really hanging out with these fucking awful nerds and that's what they are they're just kind of like jacked nerds yeah um i mean that's not like a huge uh mind-blowing point but anywho i was noticing that like uh this guy very amped amped uh about not being a nazi and then like he eventually says something that will probably put him in jail um, but like when he gets around his guns he's for some reason has this like southie boston accent for no reason <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's just, just like I so much testosterone like reaches his brain when he's around guns that he just talks like Mark Wahlberg in The Fighter. I got the feeling that he just watched a lot of movies and he yeah. was like, "This is how you speak when you're around a gun." Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah all right. Where you're like, I, "Well, I watched The Town like ten mm-hmm. times, and every time they're around a gun, they talk like this." Also, they're around guns the entire movie, and they were <laughs> in Boston the entire movie. Ah, yeah. Um. But, but I. Every every single shred of like that conversation, I, all I could think is like, I don't know how people like talk like this, yeah. like who legitimately s- speak like that. Like not What's in your a deal, man. Not in a Boston accent, but like in just like talking like an alt right person. Yeah, like talking about like uh, it's gonna be a like a war to remember and like yeah. crap like that. We're like really. Yeah. You're talking like that? Also, all the racist stuff. So, like, I guess, like, if you're a racist, you're not necessarily, like, a self-reflective person. Uh, Yeah. And it's all, like, just very, like, yeah, you're right. And the words they use, it's very much like, um, you know, the classic, like, guy with, like, a super loud car. Like, all the words are, like, like, uh, alpha, uh, cooked. uh, Yeah. It's just, like, and they're not even doing it, like, ironically. Like, they legitimately talk like that. For, like, guys that I'm um, not very afraid of. Like, Mm -hmm. if I, like, ran into them at a bar, I would not be afraid of them. No. And and I'm not a fighter. Like, I don't, like, I think everything about me screams, like, ah, (laughs) no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna scrap. (laughs) Um, But, like, I also know that they're not gonna scrap. They're gonna post, like, a... No, uh, they're gonna post a video about of them, like, crying and how it's unfair that they got kicked out of the bar. Yeah, they might, yeah, like, asshole. Photoshop a dick on my face. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, ooh, <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm hurt. Well, it's like, did you see the kid, uh, the video of the kid that... He's he's probably, like, 18, 17, and, like, he just... He has his, like, Donald Trump outfit on. <laughs> he's got, like, the white polo and the, the khakis, and then, like, someone, like, is, like, chasing... Someone from... The other side is like chasing him, and he just like takes off his Trump outfit, and then it's like, "Hey guys, no, guess what? I'm not, I'm not all right." <laughs> uh, psych. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's just I just do it because I think it's funny. 
Which is which such a it's almost like worse. I almost wish they were they were literally like we're evil, but like they're really just like we're just kidding. Yeah. It's just like ugh. like they their entire thing is just like psych. Oh, I got you right. It wasn't this funny. Yeah. Like being uh, anti-semitic, right? It's, it sucks that we paint them as like the face of evil, but like really they're just like we're just goofing. But they just don't realize how serious it is. Yeah, they like uh, couch it in like oh, we're just uh, wrestling jimmies, yeah, or whatever that means, which is just like <laughs> being a jerk. And like if you're a jerk, is that what they say? Wrestling jimmies, wrestling jimmies. That just sounds doing like something that you say. Wrestling jimmies. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something that you just say. I mean, it used to be a fun old timey thing. Yeah, for, and you have a lot of things that you say like that for fun, like twenty-two-year-olds uh, that have been alive for a hundred years. <laughs> yeah, you're the <laughs> oldest twenty-two-year-old that I've ever met. But but like that's their uh, that's their mo. Um, the thing about that is like it's key to being uh, just a jerk, and like if you are a jerk, uh, you're gonna. <laughs> You're probably going to get punched in the face at some point in your life. Mm-hmm. Like that's just just a fact of life. Like a uh, great way not to get punched in the face or have to pour milk on your mm-hmm. head after getting maced is <laughs> to not be a jerk <laughs> and to not be a racist. Like this is very simple, like elementary <laughs> stuff that you should have learned uh, very early on. Yeah. Like oh, uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to. Pour milk on myself in the hot sun of Virginia. <laughs> you were talking about the milk and how gross it is. It's the grossest thing, thing was, I think I've ever that, seen. Imagine Charlottesville must have smelled so bad. Ugh. Like everyone just has like curdled milk on them. That's like my. <laughs> <laughs> I think like uh, racists are bad. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, hey, I agree. Hey, breaking news: racists are bad. <laughs> yeah, new breaking news: maybe uh, racist is, is uh, bad. six or seventh on the list of bad things is curdled milk. Yeah, and so when you get racist covered yeah, in curdled it's, milk, it's an unholy alliance. Oh her. my god, <laughs> I don't know. I think about like him pouring milk on himself like a lot. Just because, like, I was watching it, I was like, Ugh. "Oh God, I can't, I can't do it." I honestly can't. Smelly racist. Yeah. That's the worst smell in the world. I think yeah. it's just like you spoiled smell milk. the racism on them. Spoiled milk and um, spoiled racist. Also, like, uh, no one was surprised when it turned out that guy was an open mic comedian at one point. Was he an open mic comedian? Oh man, you can. Oh, I'm. I almost no. like. I saw that you could watch his set, and I. I started sweating just like before I could click on it. Like did you? I just, did you? No, see I didn't it? end up watching because I was just like, I can't, I can't deal with this right now. Did, like I just started like just having a flop sweat, just immediately <laughs> like, oh my, it's gonna be so bad. I can't even. I hate this guy, but I can't even know. Do you think it's like racially tinged, like his comedy, or? Uh, I think I read that it's like, I think it's like misogynistic or something. Uh, probably. Yeah, I, I would assume. Um, I assume he he talks about his uh his penis quite quite often. Probably, yeah. Um, I don't know. Did you have you ever seen uh, Kellyanne Conway's set? Yeah, that one's hilarious. What a time! <laughs> what a time to be that alive. Makes me cringe so hard. I watched the whole thing. I like that she has a costume change. In, in, oh my like, god! The middle yeah, where yeah. she's like singing that song that is like way too long, and it's like the jokes are like, um, like very inside office jokes. There was um like a talent show uh okay. office Jeez. or no I don't it wasn't a talent show it was a like fundraiser or something yeah. like that but it was like gross inside the beltway yeah uh I type mean, mentality yeah and it's like and they were bad they were bad jokes uh, yeah I just wish that I d- I didn't 
the the thing that I do every day wasn't the thing that all these awful people are doing now. Field, <laughs> or just it just it's not a good look for open mic comedy. Well, how do you feel when um I think a lot of times when something is said that is like rampantly just like offensive um the trump administration will say like it was a joke why aren't you laughing at the joke oh yeah which is like <sighs> they're like you guys are so serious it's just a joke and you're like well it's not a joke maybe just make a better joke then yeah yeah exactly like if that's was, on you bud if it was funnier we'd laugh <laughs> yeah like i don't know if it's like your presentation it's definitely your presentation and also like you guys are terrible at writing yeah and also i don't think you're joking i think that you something didn't play well and you're like joking it's right like, it's just a, a weird way that tr- people try to uh adults like grown adult yeah. humans try to get rid of like well, personal weird. responsibility uh, yeah it's weird that um that liberals now are the um uh that's not funny it's a joke people whereas i feel like it used to be back in the day the liberals were like freaking out the conservative establishment <laughs> Whoa, tie-dye like, shirts jokes like you know like lenny bruce and shit like that yeah uh but now it's like conservatives are just doing jokes i didn't and i try to like think i'm like okay maybe it's just because i'm a liberal that i think the liberal jokes are funnier and the conservative jokes are just bad joke writing and not funny. But then I'm like, no, they're just really bad jokes. That's why you never see like yeah. a conservative daily show that's good or anything. If they're uh <laughs> the top conservative comedians out there are Jesse Waters and yeah. Greg Gutfield. Um, <laughs> it is a a sparse roster <laughs> on there. Um and Jesse Waters' entire thing. I don't even know what Jesse Waters uh, Jesse Waters like He's he does like uh, jaywalking, but yeah. uh, he does racist jaywalking. Racist jaywalking, yeah. and he will he relies heavily on like sound effects. He like combined somehow Jay Leno if he was a morning drive time like radio host. <laughs> oh God, is an unholy know. alliance. Yeah, that's the two towers meeting each other right there <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yikes! Yeah, he sucks. Um, <laughs> like I think. Uh, I was watching a Jesse Waters segment uh, because, like, I'm I'm a sucker for pain or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> just like feeling angry sometimes. <laughs> Me too. And like he enjoys putting like cricket sounds like in oh, the background, no. or like I think bit. there. I swear to God, there was a toilet flush at one point. <laughs> like a classic, <laughs> or fart. It wouldn't would not surprise me either. How, how do you become that person? They you just like go to like homeless people and you're like, <laughs> am I right? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. What? I think it's just like he's never like sat down, um, like in an empty room with himself. Yeah, and like thought like, <laughs> all right, Jesse, <laughs> where are we at? <laughs> Do you think you're providing a like a benefit to society right now? I don't oh, know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where Jesse Waters, how you get get to what you are. It is Jesse Waters, right? Yeah, I believe so. Of Waters World? Yeah. The thing about Je- Waters World, um, that I, and I've watched it quite a bit, um, is he ends it, and I think that he's being ironic, but I know that he's not. Um, and this does not translate to podcast format, but he sweeps his arm in front of him, like a big, long swipe. He goes like, I'm Jesse Waters. 
and this is my world. Uh, like at the end of it. Points. Yeah. And I think he got that from Bill O'Reilly, who did it um better. I mean, I don't I don't want to say that Bill O'Reilly was better. (laughs) At least he was like a better host than this guy. This is when it's revealed that Chris watches entirely too much Fox News. Oh yeah. Hundred (laughs) percent. Yeah, no, Chris will be like at our parents' place and he's just like flipping between Fox News and CNN. It's like, it was he infuriating. Just likes to compare. He, like you know all the like, obscure shows and everything. I I knew it so well when I used to work at Congress there was a guy that would call at the same hour of like a Fox <laughs> News program and I knew the program and I knew all the hosts so oh. I could talk to him about like what's going on with it um and yeah, I mean you could tell when he was having a good day based on the show, and you could tell when he what was. What call about? Um, it was usually the same stuff. Like usually he would call, and I, I think he was just like a lonely man who wanted to talk. So like mm. it was fine, but like every once in a while, uh, Fox News would rile him up, him up <laughs> to a point that he would just like curse me out, yeah, um, and say like, yeah, I'm gonna. Sometimes he would threaten like our lives, um, and like I'd have to report it. Um, but like, usually, yeah. I looked at, <laughs> I I checked him out. Um, mm-hmm. he's he was like eighty five, oh, so I was never God. like too too worried. God, man, I just. But I, I mean, that's like... that's essentially like what Donald Trump does. He just watches Fox News and gets riled up. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like an old guy that can get riled up by cable news. Why are we riling up old people, Fox News? I don't know. Like, I I can't tell if, like, it's making our old people, like, is it healthier for them to get this, the blood rushing to their, you know, uh, appendages that are dying? Or, <laughs> like, is it ruining our old people? Like, I can't tell. Well, they it, it's compulsively watchable, yeah. I will say. Like, in a way that CNN is not. Like, CNN... um for all the the guff that it gets and it gets a lot of guff and sometimes some of it is like justified um but like fox news will like hook you in like through commercial breaks and like long segments about catheters and like yeah. cash for gold but like they'll get you from commercial break to commercial break where they're like i'm about to say something crazy about colin kaepernick uh, stick around and you're like well i got to stay for this crazy okay. like i can't like tune out right now wow and like like it or hate it, um, you are you're watching it. Oh wow! Which is a very cynical uh, way to <laughs> operate a media empire. But does like I feel like does the um, left version of that MSNBC do the same kind of like fucking with people like that? Um, I, guess, I guess Rachel Maddow did that thing where, <laughs> with the tax returns. Oh yeah, that was wild. That feels like. Four years ago, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, like, I mean, and that's just like Rachel Maddow's like mo. Mm. Like, if you watch Rachel Maddow on a nightly basis, which I do not, yeah. uh, but like every time I do turn in, tune in, t- turn in, tune in uh, to Rachel Maddow, I will notice that she takes a long time. She like she builds up her point, um, and it takes like at least twenty minutes to get to it. We're right. like, all right, Rach, Rach, please. <laughs> Right. Let's speed this along a little bit. Yikes. My fa- I do like MSNBC can get a little like zany. Um there was a time that Lawrence O'Donnell um 
interviewed an empty chair, <laughs> which is like, God. I mean, we all Wait, like he did like the Clint Eastwood. He did a he did a classic Clint Eastwood. I think yeah. it was the same election cycle too. Oh my god! It was like someone canceled on him, and so he's like, whatever. You know what's going to be compelling TV? I'm going to interview this chair. Uh, I think I kind of remember that. And they would always like cut to the chair. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Unanswering the the cameraman is just like, what am I doing? <laughs> Spend. <laughs> Uh, four years in film school. What I think politics needs to fix it is more like esoteric uh, theatrical performances <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that. They tend to work, yeah. <laughs> more chair. On both sides, they worked really well. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was cringy. That, that also feels like, I feel like I was like three years old when that happened. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, the Clint Eastwood thing. I think I've e- aged so much. I think I'm, uh, I feel 1,000 years old. Well, because Charlottesville happened, and that was after a full week of us like believing that we might die from nuclear annihilation. Yeah, um, and that was like an intense week. Like there are multiple places that I was sitting down and thinking to myself, like, is it cool if I like? Would I be okay if I get just incinerated here? <laughs> like, yeah. I would like choose my places wisely. Like if I was yeah. in a restaurant, like I wasn't gonna sit in a Kidoba. Like yeah. I was gonna sit in a Chipotle instead. Of course, yeah. Um, because I, <laughs> I want to die in a, a Chipotle tomb, not a Kidoba tomb. <laughs> They're across the street from each other, so yeah, it wasn't that yeah. hard of a lift for me. Yeah. Um, but like that was a long week, and then like we had Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. That was long, mm-hmm. and then like we had a whole week of Trump, like. Not doing the response correctly. Yeah, he just uh, continued to just not do it very well at all. Yeah, and I don't know. At a certain point, you were like, um, whether or not you're just a stubborn, stubborn old man, or uh, you actually like are kind of cool with racists. Yeah. Um, it became very problematic. Yeah. Either way, I mean, it's like, I feel like he uh, likes people that like him, and right now racists like him. Yeah. And he, like, uh, is fucking addicted to that shit. I don't think he's well. (laughs) No, I don't think he's... (laughs) Uh, Newsflash, Trump, not well. Not well. I don't think he's... You you heard it here, folks. First, folks, uh, Trump... Not uh, not a good president. It like astounds me that we had um, like Barack Obama, like a guy that would like speak in just coherent paragraphs. Mm-hmm. Where like a thing that people would get angry about with Obama is that he would answer a question in like ten supporting points. Yeah, with like facts and figures to back up all those points. <laughs> like they were very long and substantive answers. You were right too much. Yeah, and then we have Trump who like you could ask him a question about anything and he's just like yeah. I don't know that um but Here's a crazy thing that I saw on TV, right? Yeah. Let's figure it out from there. So do you think that in his head, he legitimately thinks he's doing good? Like, it's very cool and chill that, like, he's constantly having to fire his staff? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, do you think... I can't make heads or tails of the guy, honestly. I think he legitimately has deluded himself into thinking... Like, I feel like if you asked him... Uh, if he's, do you think he's doing well as a president? He would say yes, and he's not trying to uh, lie. Like I think he would be totally honest. Hmm. Like he think he would be totally honest. I could, I could see that. Yeah, I think he's just like caught up in a strange delusion. Well, I don't think he knew what the president 
does. No. Like, and he's he's quite, um, like, deliberately in the past week tried to uh, divorce himself of whatever Congress does or, like, fails to do and what he does. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, ever since um, probably, like, FDR... Uh, like when we started having like more activist presidents who were like, no, this is like my agenda for the country and this is what I'm going to set and this is what I'm going to do. Um, and I'm going to push Congress to do it. Like, yeah, like push him to pass these bills. Like we've expected the president to set the agenda and then also be responsible for getting that agenda enacted. Yeah. And Trump is going back to like a weird Taftian idea of just like I'm just a guy who signs things like I got yeah. no nothing I at all. Thought that being president was more like being the mascot of the United States. Yeah, which uh, that's part of it, sure. But like you also have to like know the ins and outs of law, which is why I couldn't be president. I don't know shit. Well, in other countries, they have like a separation between they have a prime minister and they have a president. Yeah, um, and the prime minister is the guy who like drives the agenda, yeah. and like gets laws passed and just moves things along. And the president essentially travels the world and gets like nice dinners for himself, which is what Donald Trump clearly wanted. Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a happier man than when he went to Saudi Arabia and um, those those guys like quelled oh they love potential them. protests and he was like no one's protesting me how great <laughs> and like like everyone was like how great is it that there are no protests and it was like because uh, they're oppressing <laughs> their people <laughs> yeah. that's, that's exactly why but He's enjoy the, enjoy your weird steak dinner they literally have a king right yeah literally <laughs> like i i don't I know think trump thought he was running for king <laughs> like, I literally thought I think he thought that they were the same thing. He like decrees, and he's just like, I don't understand why this guy isn't doing what I want him to do. And it's like, because like he's not beholden to you, man. Yeah, like I don't know what you think is happening. Like it's the it's an aspect like the fact that you are able to tweet up a storm and just be um, just a bumbling buffoon. Um, yeah. That's your right as an American. It's also our right to call you a bumbling buffoon. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly, uh, whenever yeah. we want. Yeah, and yeah. For as long as you are currently president, um, when you clearly should not be. Yeah, I think it's a delusion thing, man. I think uh, to do my classic thing where I quoted uh, Simpsons <laughs> scene. You know that scene where I forgot what the episode is, but uh, Burns yeah, yeah, looks yeah. himself in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're talking about delusion, and like he looks himself, like, he looks like this like Davenier, like young, mm-hmm. like hot guy. <laughs> That's literally. I think Trump thinks he's when he goes in the mirror, he doesn't feel any shame at all. I think he literally thinks he's a young hot. Well, how do you think you get there? Like, is it just like? Years of I living will, on the thirtieth floor of yeah, like a yeah, midtown apartment, in the middle of Manhattan. Yeah, that's part of it, and having surrounding yourselves with people that just say yes to everything. He also never goes to a restaurant other than like his restaurant. Yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah, it's wild. It's it's weird to have a president who has lived so little life. <laughs> like you could yeah. have. <laughs> I uh, I one hundred percent. I think I tweeted this once, but I bet if you ask Trump if he can dunk, he would probably say yes. <laughs> Even though he's never like tried before, I think he'd look at the basket and be like, "Yeah, I can dunk." Yeah. Well, I liked all the articles about like how much of a homebody he is. Yeah, he's a little sad little man. And I just I don't know. Maybe like the country gets together 
mm-hmm. and we send Trump on a trip, like an <laughs> eat, pray, love type situation. And um, listen, he's not staying in Trump hotels at all. Yeah. He's staying like at Airbnbs. Yeah. And uh, maybe he learns a little bit. Do you think? Yeah. Wow. You. I feel like. Besides, I feel like the White House is the only building he's been in that didn't have Trump on it. And like, yeah, and he said it was a dump. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I forgot about that. Which all of Trump's properties are essentially decorated like a cheesecake factory is decorated. Mm. Which is, (laughs) yeah, it's like it's like the Disney World version of Ritzy. Yeah, it's like faux fancy. Um, that like you're in it and you're like, oh, I guess this is nice, but yeah, know, like, like all those like weird golden this is like fake marble. <laughs> yeah, those like weird golden, uh, like Roman esque looking yeah rooms where it looks like like as soon as Trump finished that uh, uh photo sesh, like the Scientology church came in and <laughs> did another sesh there. <laughs> like it looks very Scientology and like weird and like deity obsessed. Yeah, I don't know, like... Scotty. And it's weird. <sighs> Speaking of which, we're like right next to Atlantic City. Oh, true. His, uh... Yeah, his kingdom. That was his, uh, Waterloo. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why was it his Waterloo? Uh, like all his hotels failed. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, wow. like the Trump Taj Mahal and, uh, the Trump Plaza are dead, or, yeah, gone. Oh, see, I'm an idiot. I forgot that Waterloo was like a failure. I thought it was like a victory for <laughs> <No>. Napoleon. <laughs> That's how bad at history I am. I was like, ah, yes. What would my Waterloo be? Little uh, factoid about everyone's favorite movie, Ocean's Eleven, starring George Clooney. Yes. Uh, when he's making a call to his parole officer, hmm. uh, you see behind him Trump Plaza. Oh. Yeah. Wow. A little, little thing for everyone. Yeah, that's uh, we, we all remember this, this right? Is when Chris reveals that not only does he watch so much Fox News, but like when he was like eleven, the only movie he watched was Ocean's Eleven, like over and over again. I could like recite to you maybe the first like hour and a half of dialogue, <laughs> and, and I I always like reflect on it where I'm like, why? <laughs> What was it about it was that like an, movie? It was like to an autistic degree. It was bad. Ocean's Eleven. And then we took you to Atlantic City, and it's just a trash town. Yeah, I was... Just, we saw like you just immediately lose interest. The thing is, like, we went to Atlantic City, I was like, okay, this isn't great, but they only spent like the first uh, seven minutes of the movie yeah. at Atlantic City. What I want to do is go to Vegas, baby. Yeah, and we and did. <laughs> it was... <laughs> Even worse than Atlantic City. I wear my Texas Hold'em shirt. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you thought maybe uh, someone would be like, oh, that kid's got a Texas Hold'em shirt. We'll, he, let, we'll let him play uh, hand. He has a cursory knowledge of <laughs> poker. <laughs> we'll uh, have him join our uh, con man team. <laughs> I think uh, I tried to find the escalator that George Clooney at Atlantic City uh, goes up oh, yeah. at the beginning of the movie, and we couldn't find it, so we just ate uh, chicken fries at a Burger King like near the Trump Taj Mahal, which is the quintessential Atlantic City experience, I think. But yeah, I mean, Trump's whole deal is that he's like, he is like a, as a person Atlantic City. Like, yeah, it's just like it's like a lot of glitz and like you know, but it's really just trying to fuck you over and just uh, dead inside and dying. Yeah, it's like brain is dying. <laughs> the city is, and I, I I don't know how um 
how we got here. Where like I just assumed that everyone thought that Trump was like a joke. Yeah. Well, maybe that goes back to the the whole thing that's like, oh, we're just kidding about being racist. Yeah. Like they just don't. You know, and I, I know like a million comedians, and like you know, I like to, th- I you know, it, it's always said like, oh, uh, comedians they, they they have trouble taking things seriously, but like that's like a whole psycho level of dissing yourselves where you're just like, it's funny that we elected a fucking psycho president. Yeah, like how how far can irony stretch? Right, exactly, and it's not even like good irony. It's just like, oh, you think that it's uh, good? Guess what? I think it's bad. <laughs> just like just really bad joke writing. It's like walking out. I think America, we got so far into irony um, that like we walked out into like a frozen right. river and just like died. But it, while we were dying, <laughs> we were like, it's uh, still ironic Whoops. that I did this, right? <laughs> I I always say um, there's a point. I don't know if you remember. Uh, like we used to work at a summer camp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we did. It sounded like I was asking, like, me. Tim, do you remember? <laughs> uh, yes. Tim has really bad memory. Yeah, actually. I do. I didn't remember what Waterloo was. So. Um, and like we would listen to ABBA in oh, at yeah. the beginning of the day when we were like letting these kids out. Yeah. Um, and it got so like intense that like it was like an ironic love for ABBA. Mm-hmm. Um, that like <laughs> we. At a certain point, we're talking, ABBA was about to play Wolf Trap, which is a venue in Washington, D.C., mm. and we were saying, like, we should all buy tickets to ABBA, right? <laughs> and I got on the Ticketmaster, like, dot com, and I was thinking to myself, like, wait a second, like, if you buy tickets to ABBA, and you're in the crowd with all the other ABBA fans, yeah. nobody knows that you're there ironically. <laughs> like, you just look like an ABBA fan. Yeah, You exactly. spent money like all the other ABBA fans, and you're there. Yeah. So even if you voted for Trump, ironically, or even if you're with like the racist, ironically, you're still part of the crowd. Nobody knows. Right. You did what Baked Alaska could not do. Like when he went to the, I think his whole, I feel like the Twitter alt-right guys were like, oh, this is serious now. Because <laughs> they've like, uh, like sort of agitated like actual fucking Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> like really legitimate psychos. And they were just like, we're just goofing off. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> Uh, but I feel like that's kind of there right now at the Ticketmaster screen for ABBA. Yeah. And seeing that it's like $200. And they're like, oh, I joined, uh, like I'm at a Nazi concert right now. Yeah. Not to say ABBA is equivalent to Nazis. They are (laughs) great people. No, let's make a stand. ABBA, (laughs) they're Nazis. (laughs) We're at, you heard here first. That's our platform. If you, um, (laughs) if you listen to Mamma Mia backwards... (laughs) It is um, essentially just Mein Kampf, actually. Is that song, like, offensive to Italians? Honestly, I have zero idea what Mamma Mia is, like, going for. I don't know. None of their lyrics make any sense. They're just, like, the classic... They're from Sweden. Yeah, they're the classic, like, Swedish people that are, like, crazy good at pop music for some reason, even though their lyrics don't make any sense at all. What what is it about the the Swedes that, like, like, give them, like, a sensibility for for that stuff? Like, Robin. Yeah, same. That, like, crafts some... Great pop. Beautiful. And then, like, she doesn't even, like, really speak English very well. Same with Aha. Remember? Yeah. They're, I guess they're Norwegian, I think. But, well, like, still, like, something up there, they're just, like, really good at hooks. There's pop so hook. many hooks involved. It's so weird. They're, like, good at fishing, uh, uh, fighting trolls, and pop hooks. That's the only, their export. Yeah. It's you know uh, who could use some help with that? 
Uh, Taylor Swift oh, and the topical. Uh oh. No, I think that's a good song. <laughs> Controversial opinion. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a good song, but it's okay. <laughs> I don't think it's as bad as everyone thinks, but it's yeah. it's kind of funny that she had a We've song. all heard the yeah. like stuff that Train's been pumping out for the last <laughs> That's true. like four years. It. Yeah. We're we like, continue to live in this hell where Train comes back every five years. <laughs> And we we fucking love being in this hell. <laughs> Enjoy it. I'm gonna get Soul Sister. Well, they gotta replenish like the stock of dentist songs out there, <laughs> like songs that you hear while you're getting your teeth cleaned. Yeah, that's the the type of rock it are is like orthodontist rock. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I, I was in a poetry class at Virginia Tech for undergraduate, and uh, uh, my poetry teacher the first day was like, you know. Poetry can be everywhere. Like, for instance, glad she's back in the atmosphere, Mars and Jupiter in her hair. What a line. And I was like, oh, this this class is going to suck. You see- I already hate this class. I remember you telling me that, and I think I was in high school um, at the time, and now every time I listen to Drops of Jupiter, I'm like, is this a good song or a bad song? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess it is catchy. Dun, 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 yeah. dun. It's pretty good, actually. Now yeah, that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. We're gonna go <laughs> after this podcast is over. We're just gonna blast some train. <laughs> what do we? Why do we keep falling in love with train? It's like a bad boyfriend. They're also maybe like age sixty. They might be the same age as Donald Trump. I'm convinced they're fucking vampires. Like they're like timeless vampires that have always written like <laughs> the the old uh, hymn and uh, like back in the days that was very popular. And they just come back every five years with a beautiful hit. Well, they they come back with a, a great hit, um, attract young blood, and then sustain themselves and for then another hundred <laughs> years. Were you? For some reason, me and Dad were watching the Miss uh, Universe pageant or something. Oof. Train was singing. Uh, some, I think it was Holt, Say Soul Sister or something. No, it was doing like one of those cheesy um, pageant medleys where they like, and these are the girls, la, la, la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at and Gawk. Gawk, yeah. my friends. Oh, God, I hate those. Look at it, America. <laughs> Yeah, we're not as progressive as we think. <laughs> I truly do not fucking get that shit. I don't know. I mean, that and like Donald Trump loved it. Oh, for sure, because it's like the if you're a creep, that's the best place to be. Like he ran it. Like yeah. that was his thing. That's it's an it's literally made for creeps to like run and be around. Like mo- it's like a good excuse to have models. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't see how it's not this equivalent of like going up to girls and being like, hey, it'd be really hot if you kissed. <laughs> uh, don't, don't mind me saying, I'm yeah. going to call you a nine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to rate every aspect of your being. <laughs> well, who's the guy that, because like when they came up with this, they're like, okay, we, we definitely want to be like around model girls. How about they compete their beauty for us? for our, our affection and then someone was like okay now let's really break out the rules and this like got like okay and it's gonna have a talent portion there's a rubric and everyone's like what no what no we just want to <laughs> see them in swimsuits no 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 we gotta have a talent there's gonna be like a portion we ask them really stupid questions about uh geopolitics and yeah they where they're like really hey stupid. uh how would you solve afghanistan you got 30 seconds yeah like, oh god <laughs> and you're like what? and they're somehow like unprepared <laughs> for the question you yeah know that this is part of the thing <laughs> like oh okay God. Oh God! I didn't study up on the posh tunes. <laughs> what was me? Does any of them like actually knock it out of the park in that section? I've seen I've seen some pretty impressive like okay. uh, beauty 
the contestant answers and then like all that is uh washed away when they're like all right so we love your brain honey uh but uh let's see what you look like in a swimsuit all right (laughs) just the grimiest thing in the world (laughs) um i guess uh we're gonna wrap things up then we'll uh, get shit face and then uh, drunk drive to Atlantic City and beat up some Trump buildings. Uh, what what do you? Uh, <laughs> They're poorly made, so we could probably, yeah, probably knock them down very tonight. easily. Yeah. Uh, what what are you the most afraid of uh, here? As we said, outside uh, in this beautiful weather in Ocean City, New Jersey. <laughs> Although I wish I had my sunglasses, I look like a fucking idiot out here. Well, I guess I'm worried because, um, like, I think I've made a solemn vow this week that I'm not gonna even look at the news. Um, and it's felt pretty good today. Like today's the yeah. first day that I haven't, and it's felt pretty great. But I'm worried that I'm gonna come back on Saturday and something weird is gonna ha- like would have happened in the last week. Like all of the people that Trump fired are now like sewn together in this weird, <laughs> scary <laughs> being. But he counts it as one staff. <laughs> Uh, who's the head? Do you think Steve Bannon is the head, or you oh, think God, he's I the butt in this human centipede? Oh man! Well, he's dead. Well, he, his 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 greatest uh, asset is definitely his butt. So <laughs> I would definitely say his butt. His just God, I always think about like how terrible Steve Bannon's shits must be. Because they're probably like you know like when you have like beer shits. Yeah. Imagine that like times like one thousand. The ten o'clock hour of the White House, yeah. like after Steve Bannon's coffee, was just a time. I imagine it's when he sits on the toilet. You ever hear like a potato gun go off? Like, <laughs> like just very like big, <laughs> and just like. Right <laughs> <laughs> That's a guy that like. I would read some of his quotes, and I'm I, I'm just like, who talks like this? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I've actually never heard his voice. You haven't? Yeah. It's hard to place, honestly. I've read a lot of interviews of him, but like I don't know if I I have it in my my brain. Yeah, my mind grapes. Um, uh, what are you what are you afraid of? Honestly, just thinking now, I like I feel like we've spent what feels like um 10,000 years uh complaining about Trump. I'm just like worried that it's just like uh, he's still going to end up being uh, elected pres- president in 2020. Like yeah. after all this, like there's still dipshits that live in Ocean City, fucking New Jersey. I just start like shouting at people as they walk by. <laughs> you fucking dipshits did this. They probably. I, I'm just like totally just placing it all on the people walking by, screaming but, at like a five year old. Yeah, I just feel like uh, you know, and his like adorable golden retriever. <laughs> I just feel like as much as we shout at these four year olds. Uh, it, it just won't be, make a difference. Won't make a difference. Um, yeah, yeah, I I think I will be a lot sadder in 2020 if we oh have to God, do another so four defeated. years of it. On the plus side, uh, Trump has inspired me to uh, go on uh, anti-anxiety medication. Ooh, so that's fun. That's, that's a fun. New chapter of my life. Yeah, getting getting yeah. healthcare. So for I feel everyone. actually pretty chill about everything. <laughs> 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 everything is like chill as hell. Um, I think if we all just do that, we won't care when Trump wins in 2020. Just yeah, if go see a psychiatrist. If Trump uh, wants to win in 2020, yeah, um, and he makes the deal like, all right, I'm gonna win. I'm going to do some horrifying stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but everyone gets um, free anti uh, anxiety like a life supply of Xanax. Yeah, and like well, okay, we'll all just right. feel really chill while we just slowly fall into the ocean. Yeah. 
<laughs> see a nuke coming right at me. Uh oh. <laughs> we live in actual water world, not water's world. <laughs> water world, the famous movie that everyone saw. That movie had a <laughs> like a Universal Studios um, show to yeah, it. Yeah, we went to was that in uh, California? I think we so. Kids? Yeah, I I didn't even realize there was a movie attached to it. I was just like, oh, it's kind of cool. They're like on jet skis. I thought that movie came out in like the eighties. Why was there still an attraction? <laughs> it was so bad. Was Kevin Costner in it? Yeah, they were just doing like jet ski trip uh, tricks. There at one point, one guy fell in a. What they said was acid, but it was just green water. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's the acid stuff. Honestly, that's like the best case scenario for like the Trump presidency is that we end up in a kick-ass water world where all, we're all on jet skis. How are you on the water, though? I get seasick. Really. Oh, do Oh, yeah. You know what? I'd, I'd fucking... I'd be on the, the... Yeah. I would never leave like the little like flats of... Like wood. pontoon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Pontoon. I think uh, I think I would prefer like a Mad Max style yeah. world. Yeah. Although I do, I could be a good blood bag. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I. Yeah, that's probably what I end up being as well. There's no way that I'm like a guy in a car. Um, like I'm just a a blood. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I definitely just like give up. I, I wonder do. how long I would fight. I think that's everyone like thinks about that in the apocalypse. But you know, I made it almost to Eagle Scout. Maybe I'd be okay. Yeah. I taught archery at a summer camp. We are, yeah. You got it. You got it. You got it. Good. Yeah, I can make a. I can whittle a recurve, and yeah. I uh, I know my way around a bar of soap. Like I, I'm meaning, like I have whittled a bar of soap. You're just gonna bathe yourself. That's yeah, gonna. I'm be- gonna be super clean, and everyone's gonna like. Don't touch him. Oh. <laughs> He's We're clean. all covered in this weird red dust. They just treat you like a god because you're the cleanest boy. <laughs> He's the cleanest boy we've ever had. He's been soaking for ages. <laughs> He's just covered in soap. I look like a little oracle. You're just covered just in soap, so and even if we wanted to catch you, you're too slippery. <laughs> <laughs> That's your strategy. You're just completely naked, and everyone's like, come back here, soapy boy, and we nope. can't catch you. Anyway, this is getting weird. We should uh, we should uh, shut down the pod. Uh, 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 thank you for listening. That was a very abrupt end. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I just feel like, just feel like we're just getting down a weird rabbit hole with chasing naked slippery <laughs> you through a post-apocalyptic wasteland. <laughs> if you're hearing this, who's the guy that did uh Mad Max but also Happy Feet? <laughs> yeah, uh, George something. Mm, George Clooney. <laughs> yeah, something like that. If you're hearing this, George Clooney. That's wild that that's the same guy. He also did Babe. True. And Babe Pig in the City. Yeah. He also did Happy Feet 2, which is a great, great movie. Mm. I haven't seen it. Racist penguin, uh, racist Robin Williams penguins. (laughs) That's all I remember from that movie. (laughs) Could not be made in 2017. (laughs)